0: Greetings from Earth, beautiful listeners, it is me, Matt Silverman, producer of Two Girls, One Podcast, here with another encore episode of the show. We had a couple things scheduled this week, and then some things had to get moved, and then they didn't get moved in time for all the other things to happen, like putting the show together and publishing and editing and all the other things that we do. So, we had to bump that over. And now, this week, we have an encore. I was scrolling through the catalog, thinking about a lot of shows that we have done. And then I scrolled past this one, which is, uh, it's it's pretty chill. I don't think it's going to blow your mind. But, it was a very refreshing, positive, lovely conversation with a study streamer. Uh, Her name is Julia Maza. Uh, She's Italian, I believe. Don't remember what city she is in, but she is uh, in Italy. And she, at the time we spoke to her, I wonder if she's graduated by now, but she was studying for her master's degree and was doing so publicly, uh, studying for school on a live Twitch stream, which seems so simple and dull but was actually as we learned about sort of like positive peer pressure if you are alone studying writing working as so many of us were and are pandemic of course and then you know hey i've been working from home for i don't know 10 years more probably more at this point And uh, it is isolating, it is lonely. You have to get away from your desk, you have to talk to people, you have to do things that are not on Zoom. And so one way we can maybe trick our minds into feeling like we are with other humans is to do do the isolating things, do the lonely things on the internet with other people. And so Julia will study and she'll just quietly sit there on her Twitch stream for hours and hours and then kind of takes little breaks to communicate with her audience and, and see what they're up to and give give her, her viewers uh, updates about what she's doing. It's just kind of like a, a digital library to sit down in and be with other people without necessarily disturbing them or getting in their way. And we found this fascinating, and it was just as de- as lovely and delightful as we expected it to be. Julia was great, so we wanted to reshare that with you here. Uh, we do have some excellent episodes coming up, and just a reminder: if you are catching up on the show or you haven't heard the the most recent couple episodes, uh, we will be officially independent in uh, just about a week and a half, a week and change here, end of September. Which means your Patreon support is more important than ever. Uh, thank you to all those who have recently, newly contributed or updated your pledges. Uh, it is truly the way that this show will continue to be made. So again, we have said it, uh, just like a lot of free stuff on in a lot of mediums. To definitely on the internet, of course, but hey, if you're turning on, turning on NPR or you're, you're putting on uh, Mr. Rogers for your kids, obviously Mr. Rogers has been off there, but you know, PBS. These are things that are free for everyone and they remain free and accessible no matter what. But that only is possible. If, uh, if a few people or rather a lot of people all kick in a little teeny bit, a buck, uh, it, it helps us make the show great. It gives us the resources to do new and innovative things or do the things that we have been doing uh, as efficiently and as best as possible with the with the sort of best production values and uh, investments as we can. So uh, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't heard this one, you are in for a delightful treat if you need a little, little positivity boost. This one was recorded for context, as you should know, uh, January 24th, 2022 so you know i think we were still working out some 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 late pandemic uh stuff going on in the conversation surely and this this topic is certainly connected to the isolation that we all felt during that time but it was a very uh very positive thing with with a very cool international guest so we hope you enjoy and uh we look forward to seeing you next week with uh with a fresh one for now Uh, This is episode 200, 200 even, a nice little watermark for the show. Uh, This is Study Streamers from January 24th, 2022. We hope you enjoy.
1: At long last, you've reached episode 200 of Two Girls, One Podcast. For those of you required to listen, congratulations. Your court order is now fulfilled. For those of you listening on your own volition, why? And now here are the podcast hosts who studied for their master's degrees in talking loud, Allison Goldberg and Lindsay Ford. (laughs)
2: Hello everyone, it is I, Lindsay
3: And it's me, Allie, how are you? Welcome to Two Girls One Podcast
2: We are also joined by Matt How are ya,
1: how are ya?
3: How do you <laughs> sneak in here? Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you've been here for a while, you know the drill If not, we look at weird things from the internet and discover that nothing is weird Um, Anywho yeah.
0: Good tagline that should yeah. be, should oh, we start uh sorry, be right back, that? gotta update the description of the show, thank you very much
3: <laughs> It's yeah,
4: only like taken that. us
3: years <laughs> um, But today we're looking at study streamers, which amuses me Because it's when someone just streams themselves studying and other people can watch and join them It's kind of like a virtual library, I guess, I get it, because as someone who loves co-working spaces Like, I work more if someone else is working near me mm-hmm. Um But I think it's just so amusing because of something that Matt and I have discussed a lot, which is like executives thinking they know what works. And it's like you could literally have someone sit there and it's going to get millions of views.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're like, create a lot of content when really it's just like someone just sitting and other people are like, yeah, I'm why am that. I,
3: why am I working so hard to write jokes when I could just be reading and streaming it, you know, <laughs> just, why don't I just start a thing that's just like read with me and I just read books all day. Like what a cool life. <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, context matters that would not make a good TV show or mm-hmm, a stand up mm-hmm, routine. Mm-hmm, and also mm-hmm. like, I don't think most people are making a living at this. But Perhaps maybe we'll i find get out.
3: sponsored and like would get a lot of free books. That would be cool.
0: Maybe. that would be cool. Good luck to you. Sure. And
2: I bet there, there is something to it. Like I, I can't imagine it's literally just sitting there. Oh, and yeah, I think the, there's the,
3: more that goes into it.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're, they're creating a, a little community. We'll find out more about it, but you know, uh, it, it, it's, it, it kind of reminds me of, I don't know if you ever got to see this alley, but I think it's the Mondrian hotel in LA. It was like, literally they would just pay women to like sleep in this sort of human sized like fish tank sort of thing. Oh my God. Like, I mean, they wouldn't be like, you have to sleep, but like, you just it's just like a, a, a model in between jobs, just sitting in this like human sized fish tank thing, not filled with water. It's it's got like <laughs> chairs and couches in it. And she would just be reading or napping or literally doing whatever she wanted
0: in the lobby. Uh, like you walk in and see this. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm.
3: You know, once I went to a bar and they had a woman wearing a mermaid suit, just swimming in a tank.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a thing, too
3: yeah i don't i just don't know what to make of some of this you know what i mean like part of me is like sure ladies if that's what they're gonna pay you to do go get that cash and part of me is like oh no what's more objective objectifying (laughs) than putting them in a tank you know Uh, making them do tricks
2: yeah it's uh it's 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 pretty weird but you know as long as they're getting paid, it's like, I don't know, whatever. Is that worse than me having to clean the toilets at J.Crew? Probably not. I didn't like that. <laughs> when I was, you know, a young, pretty person, I could have been sitting in a tank reading. Yeah, no, that would be way better. <laughs> Did you stream
0: yourself cleaning the toilets? Because that's entertainment.
2: You know what? I should have. I, I bet that would have been great. Me just complaining. <laughs> I thought I was gonna be selling cashmere sweaters. Now I'm cleaning this freaking bathroom.
0: Yeah, there's an OnlyFans channel for this, I'm sure. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I think there's it.
3: a whole thing where women like read and masturbate at the same time. <laughs> Which what? I kind of think is adorable. You know what I mean? Like guys get off on women reading. I love it. Love it. Is
0: this is this literature though? Are we talking Shakespeare or or what are we what are we doing? I
3: don't know. I know it's definitely an event at Burning Man. So. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we don't mean to scare off our guest before she even gets here. She's not uh sleeping and reading in a tank. She is uh, streaming of her own volition on Twitch. We have Study Time joining us. That's S-T-U-D-Y-T-M-E on Twitch if you want to go check it out. And this was recommended to us by our listener, Bowie Barks, after listening to our NaNoWriMo episode about people writing together online.
2: Yeah, I think it's very cool. And from from what I understand, this has been happening in Asia for like a while now that
3: Honestly, people. Asia is always ahead of the game. And we still have not so properly ahead. covered mukbang, which is when you just mm. watch people eat so that you're not eating alone, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's always like it starts in Asia. Then 10 years later, we cover it on this podcast. Yeah. I think we need a field trip to Asia.
0: <laughs> All ooh, right, great. Ooh, a I volunteer tribute. We've got the budget for that, I'm sure. Asia's <laughs> um, very
3: big, though. I feel like we just, yeah.
0: If Asia y'all want us very, to go to it Asia. It is very big, yes. I feel like Asia Japan. Is very it
3: starts in Japan and South Korea specifically. Exactly. Let's be serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If
0: but you this need... whole like companionship, like, hey, I'm doing a lonely thing, like writing or or studying. And, and honestly, even video games, which is where Twitch began and all the streaming began, is like, I could sit alone in my room and play this game or I could play it with people. or, or Like that whole thing emerging over the last 10 to 15 years is very... Fascinating. The liveness of mundane things, like you said, ellie eating, yeah, very fascinating.
3: Well, it's it's interesting how the internet is like so alienating and brings people together at the same time. You sure. know, yep, yeah. Which in the pandemic has been really wild. You know, the fact that you could do all these mundane things, sort of with someone there to keep you company, as mm-hmm. an extroverted an extrovert, I feel it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am. Still trying to go to South Korea for the show. So if you would like us I would to, love to go, go to South <laughs> Korea, <laughs> on a I've, South I've wanted to go so trip. badly. Damn, yeah, as, I
3: love Korean food, and yeah, go on.
2: And Korean men, I love them as well. Um, so if you would <laughs> like for Ali and I to go to South Korea to figure out what the next big thing Patreon.
3: will be, Patreon.com/two two one p
2: Exactly. <laughs> that is the way to make it happen, and we will research what is going to be cool in eight years. We're only we're about three
3: thousand dollars short of our goal, <laughs> so no well, big 4, deal. 000,
0: Four thousand. If I'm going to go, too, you're going to take yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If, if to, you're to, want want to be there,
3: you're welcome to come, there. Matthew. But you have two children, and I don't think you want to come. And you hate food that is not like a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> is that true you don't like noodles yeah i thought that was gonna be noodles. an adventurous eater and then i saw him eat and i was like what
0: no i'm not <laughs> this I'm not adventurous.
3: is a basic bro
0: <laughs> I'm pretty basic when it comes to food but love noodles love <gasps> spicy food and and oh, so sweet. yeah we don't have any good career we don't have like a solid Korean place near us that I'm aware of. So we don't, we don't do that, but we love Japanese food. And uh, of course the boring old Chinese food, of course. (laughs) Don't insult the food of
2: my people. (laughs) Chinese food. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. I love this. Okay. I think we've sufficiently gone off topic, but maybe it's time Wonderful. to get to trivia.
0: We got to do it. Got to do it. Today's Not episode trivia. is about Twitch culture, of course. Uh, and wanted to share with you one of my favorite watershed moments in Twitch history. Perhaps mm. we would call it Twitch-story. Ooh, yes, I we just, would. Be. I just, I That's just exactly what
3: we would call it.
0: This is February 12th, 2014. Come on Mm. back with me. That's the day. Oh,
3: my God. The world was so cute back then.
0: It was adorable, (laughs) right?
3: Yes. Do you guys remember when democracy wasn't crumbling? Love it.
0: (laughs) Back then, Mm -hmm. the biggest news story of the day, at least in in some of our circles, was when uh, an anonymous Australian programmer launched Twitch plays Pokemon. Do you have any recollection or knowledge of this phenomenon?
2: Absolutely no. none at all. Okay.
0: Buckle up, get the helmets on. This was a social experiment. I even I know you guys don't play a ton of video games, but I think you will appreciate what this is and what it became. Uh, it was a social experiment that let any viewer of the Twitch stream control the automated playthrough of the 1996 Game Boy classic, Pokemon Red. So the game was being emulated and the button inputs were mapped to twitch chat commands so anyone viewing the stream could type in the chat they could type up down left right a b start select and the game would automatically execute those button inputs on the game in real time so as word spread more and more people jumped into the stream and it became very chaotic expectedly with the little character that you were controlling Walking in circles, opening and closing menus, releasing valuable Pokemon. Like it was thousands of people trying to play a video game at the same time live on the internet. This became a global phenomenon with 1.1 million people participating. Uh, It became so chaotic that the developer had to create a quote, democracy mode to stem the anarchy, because like no progress was being made in the game. So instead of thousands of people entering random commands, there was sort of like a periodic vote on each new command. So it was like, hey, every three minutes, do we press A or do we press B kind of thing? And, And that was sort of, this created a schism in the community. So one faction was like, yes, democracy mode is the way we're gonna finish this game. And the other faction preferred anarchy mode, which was sort of the original intent of this wacky experiment. After 16 days, 1.1 million participants and 36 million views, Twitch completed Pokemon Red. This inspired many other interactive Twitch plays, including more Pokemon games, of course. Twitch Plays Halo, Twitch Plays Street Fighter, Breath of the Wild, even Microsoft Flight Simulator. It also led Amazon, which later acquired Twitch, to build native controls into the platform to encourage this kind of interactivity. But the legacy of Twitch Plays Pokemon goes even further than all that gaming stuff. Today's question, what other real-world implementation came after the success of Twitch Plays Pokémon? I have Jesus three choices. Christ,
3: that was a convoluted setup. Wow. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready.
0: Do you I, need any more clarification about how this I'm ready. works? I'm back though. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, you're going to you're going to have trouble if you missed all that. A, which of these is real? Which of these came after this like important moment in uh, Twitch? A, Fish Plays Pokémon, which consists of a camera Pointed at a beta fish tank, depending on which quadrant of the tank the fish swims into, it sends commands to the game, like A, B, up, down, etc. That's choice A, a fish randomly playing another Pokemon game. Or was it B, Twitch plays the stock market in which a Twitch streamer put up $50,000 of his own money and let Twitch users choose which investments to buy or sell on the New York Stock Exchange limited to five-minute intervals, that is B. Or is it C, Twitch installs the Linux operating system onto a virtual machine using text commands, entered one letter at a time, so like installing a completely fresh operating system onto a computer, collectively, that's C. Or is it D, all of the above? Or is it E, none of the above? All of them Ooh. are all of the made above. up.
2: It's, yeah, it's all of the above.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah, they went right for it. That seems, I mean, all of those things seem absolutely crazy. So, yes, they all happened.
0: Allie and Lindsay both going with D. Going for the D. Yep. Yep. We always
2: like to go for the D whenever we can.
0: We'll find out the correct answer after this commercial break.
2: All right, my friends, we are very grateful to the following people for contributing at the $10 or more level. We would love at some point to just hang out and study with Wesley Cordell. Maybe read some books in a tank with Jerry Duran. Maybe just sit side by side and make sure we're not distracted with Jessica Fox.
3: Yeah, maybe uh, have some snacks with Kathy Phillips.
2: Share a soda with Matthew Scott. Share a book
3: with Melissa Elliott.
2: Learn to refocus with William. And learn to spell our own names with Allison. Thank you all for contributing. And if you would like to study with us, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com 2G1P at the $10 or more level.
1: And now a real advertisement entitled One Bedroom free room for a female 18 to 35 Denham Springs. From the number one website for free real estate in the Louisiana area, Craigslist.
3: Looking for a single woman to share my house with. Please be drug free. Must be able to pass a state police background check. Must be okay with helping cook and clean. Must be okay with sharing the same bed as each other. And the possibility of being intimate together.
2: Honestly, he seems kind of chill.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I would just kind of need a photo, but, like, other than that...
2: There were a lot of musts, like must, must, must. That seems a little demanding. Yeah, it's not very
3: negotiable, you know. Yeah. 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 Like, how does he argue? Is it his way or the highway? You know, I need to know what kind of situation I'm getting into. I find it amusing that just in general, you either date someone for three years before you decide to move in together... Or you meet for 20 minutes off Craigslist. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's no in between.
3: Yeah, it really isn't. (laughs) (laughs) So I find roommates. So, (laughs) anywho, I think. It's time for trivia.
0: Oh, you both were very firm, very confident mm-hmm. that the legacy of Twitch Plays Pokemon was all of the above. Uh, Fish Plays Pokemon, Twitch Play in the stock market, and also Twitch Installs Linux. Uh, you both went with choice D, that it's all of those. Nobody chose choice E, that it was none. I presume you're sticking with the D.
2: Yeah, we going to stick with that
0: D.
3: If it's not the D, then the internet doesn't exist as I know it. Like, I just, yeah. That
0: is fair. A fair assessment. And uh, I'm happy to tell you that you are both correct. Woo, woo, woo. Wonderful. I'm particularly Wonderful. interested in the stock market thing. 50 grand and just let the internet decide what happened
2: that guy lost fifty thousand dollars that day yeah
3: yeah but he probably made more for the gimmick you know what i mean i just feel like that's the internet like you show them one thing and then they take it in 40 billion directions so
2: yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah totally totally
3: okay everyone we are so excited to welcome our guest for today julia who is a study streamer on twitch welcome hi thank you for having me (laughs) Thanks for taking time away from your studies. I'm sorry I had to. Although you're not
4: really you're streaming right now, is that true? Yeah, exactly. I'm currently streaming right now. I have 325 viewers. Wow. Wonderful.
2: <laughs> They're just watching you study. You're not even saying anything to them or like playing
4: even music for them? Uh, at the moment I'm not talking with them. They're seeing that I'm talking with you, but they cannot hear anything. I, they have music going on. They have I have like a lo-fi playlist. Actually, to be even more complex, they're in their own break time. So usually what I do in my streams is I go, I shift between uh, focus and break time. And during break times is when I talk and engage with the community. Mm. But it happens sometimes that I have meetings that don't allow me to follow the rhythm of 45 minutes focus and seven minutes break. So sometimes I have breaks where I'm not even talking to them. I have mini games that they can engage with and they get points. And uh, that's what is actually happening right now. Well, let's take it back.
3: When, how, and why did you start streaming your
4: own studying? What happened? So I started in November, November 2nd, 2020, I started streaming study with me. And it was mostly because I was living abroad in France. I'm Italian. I was living in France for a stage or an uh, internship, as it says in, uh, in English. <laughs> we were already having one day per week where we were working from home. And I realized that those days I was just, you know, like moving the mouse pad just to look online on Teams. And that, that was the maximum that I was doing. I was very not productive. So when France declared the um, lockdown, the full-on lockdown, so it, it meant 24 hours in the house, no way to escape, no way to go to the office this is not going to work. I have to find a way to be productive. Otherwise I will screw up my entire internship. Definitely. So I I decided like, I started thinking when was I the most productive back in my days uh, of university, for example. And I thought, okay, I was the most productive when I was in, in in the library working with other people. So I thought, what was about it that was making me productive? And I realized that it was the fact that having people watching me, having people Um, That could be, you know, judging me if I was scrolling through TikTok through when I was actually supposed to study. That was somehow motivating. Like I was like, now I call it as um, a positive peer pressure. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to just start record myself and put myself on Twitch. So I started with, with my laptop, like very basic laptop using the camera from the laptop. I didn't even have a microphone back then. I had nothing. I just started just because I wanted to record myself. And I saw that a lot of people started to actually like this kind of content, and actually, they more than liking it, they needed it. Thanks to this, I started like doing this more often. I did it every day, and I was on for like tw- twelve hours. Wow! Yeah, I was I was going live for twelve hours per day. I was waking up at six in the morning, starting at eight until eight, and then after, I was still engaging with the people in Discord and just chatting with them because that's what we were all missing we were all missing like um, human contact and since then i've been doing this because like i met so many new people i got to have a new community that i really enjoy yeah did you hear from people that
2: they were actually doing more work or better
4: at school or something like that? Yeah, I definitely had a lot of uh, people coming into my chat saying, oh my God, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks to you and the community, I was able to actually, actually get my degree to get my TZ. I got, I got actually uh, mentioned in the acknowledgements of someone's TZ. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's amazing. I actually found a lot of people that have been like more productive, like thanks to this, not, not just to me, but in general to all other study streamers So we also have a Discord server where we have virtual study rooms where people can join in, turn on their camera and be as if they were in a library, but all virtual. And they can write it to each other. Oh, why are you looking at your phone? Don't look at your phone. Oh, you're not being productive. Push each other to be more efficient. So Julia, this makes so much sense to me because
3: I am absolutely terribly unproductive alone and I'm always making friends co-work with me and I love co-working spaces. So I love that, you know, you're helping people be more productive. And I wanted to know, how do you structure these streams?
4: What I use the most is the Pomodoro technique, which is like translated in English is the tomato technique, which I did not invent. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a, a technique of to be To be productive. So, you structure your work, divide it into focus and break time. Focus, it's um, the amount of time that you desire. In my case, we have 45 minutes, and then you have to have a break, a defined break. And in my case, it's seven minutes. How my stream works is we go through these sessions, and every session of focus is called tomato or pomodoro. And we keep going for throughout all the day. For example, like right now we're going through the fifth tomato of the day, and usually what I do with my streams is like at the very beginning, I start by welcoming everyone because like they know that I start every day at the same hour and I end around the same hour. So I usually welcome. They're always like kind of always the same person that join in, so we all welcome each other, we give each other some power up. And then we go through the tomatoes of the day until the end where we get back together again. And we close the stream like this.
2: When you're doing your stream, what type of stuff are you working on?
4: So when I started, I was actually working for my, for my internship. Later on, I decided to like stop with the internship because it was like, not, not my cup of tea, let's say, Since then, I've been doing other works. I've been working as a social media manager. And in the last month or two, I've been, I decided that I want to focus more on study time as a brand, as a community. So I'm working more towards that and I'm trying to become more of a content creator right now.
3: Yeah, I feel like this is taking you a totally different direction. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'd love to know more about what goes on in these streams. So do you share studying tips, productivity hacks? I also saw you have a very robust Instagram.
4: So like, what are all the different ways this has unfolded? The main ones are for sure Twitch and Discord, which are um, the, the main channels that I have right now. And then following by Instagram, where I usually connect with people and engage with them. And then we also have Twitter, where I always Tell people when I'm when I'm going live. What I, if something new is happening? That's where you can find the most information about. And then lately, I've because of like this shift of mine, where I don't want study time to be only like on the side of my studying, but I want to actually work for study time. Right now, I'm trying to grow a YouTube channel. Actually, there is nothing right now on my YouTube channel. So I'm currently like in exactly one hour ago, I was actually editing a video for that. Apart from that, there is also TikTok, which of course, like right now, among the younger generations, you have to have. You're not the only study streamer.
2: Mm -hmm. And it seems wild to me that there are, that's a whole network, you know, ecosystem of people just studying online. It's kind of like the new version of watching someone play video games, right? You're just watching someone study You're with them studying. Are there other streamers study streamers that you look up to?
4: Among the study streamers, there are many that I like. There are some that I really enjoy watching when I'm not live. For example, there is a friend of mine that I started to be friend with because he was actually being a study streamer and I started being interested in what he was doing. His uh, name is Akatrips. (laughs) With study streamers, a little bit different because we all have very different approaches to streaming. We have very different things that we do while streaming. There's who's working, who's studying. The only thing that puts us together is the fact that we are doing that on stream. I think that it's easier somehow to create a community among gamers because they, they're all gaming in the end. If they're talking about something, it's about gaming. But it's always nice to find someone that, has, that brings a good personality and a good mindset on stream for sure. Do you have any idea how big this phenomenon is? Ah, uh, I, I know that it started a long time ago and it had a very different kind of approach of what it has now. Still, if you go on YouTube, they're mostly about a beautiful background, something aesthetic. So the streamers on Twitch, I think that they're more about the engagement, the interaction compared to the ones in, uh, in, on YouTube. I know that it's big, that it's becoming bigger, and I saw it since November. I saw that it's been growing and growing, and I see new ones every day joining in. And and it's very exciting to see that many people are like are willing to share and to create new communities. That's something very empowering from my side to see. At the same time, it makes me wonder why are all of these communities run like starting to grow right now? Is it a matter of like people are feeling more lonely? So at the same time. It's nice and yet difficult to see so many more study streamers growing.
3: Mm-hmm. So you said that on Twitch it's very interactive. So can you talk to us more about how you interact with your audience members or how they interact with each other?
4: What we're doing mostly on, uh, on Twitch is we try to keep the chat not too much chattering, if that makes sense, during the focus time. because. If someone starts writing something in the, in chat while we're on focus time, it means that they're not being focused, right? So most of the times when someone is chatting too, too chatty, we try to put them back into being focused. We give them suggestions on how to be more productive all through chat. And then the way that they can actually interact is mostly during the breaks, during those seven minutes out of 45, where they can ask questions, they can redeem me singing songs on stream. They can redeem having mini games on, on the stream. And um, since a month or two now, I'm also implementing different kinds of streams per day of the week. For example, on Sunday, it has become the reading book day. So bringing teams to the streams also help people to have a little bit of diversity And um, not having every single day looking like the others, because that's something that I I noticed that people are feeling about studying every day that you feel the monotony. So bringing diversity in the teams always helped. It
2: seems really vulnerable to be studying in front or just, you know, doing anything in front of the internet for 12 hours a day. Have you had any challenges with People wanting more, being invasive, being gross, being trolls, because you're giving so much already that they're hungry for more?
4: This is a very, (laughs) a very nice question. At the very beginning, it was surely more difficult because I was not used to be constantly on, uh, constantly watched by someone, especially because I'm basically an introvert. And having to talk with people for 12 hours, even if it's every seven minutes of the 45, it's still like you're seeing them, like they're seeing you. And if someone follows, you have to react. If someone gifts you something, you react. It's a lot of interactions. And for an introvert, this can be very difficult. So it, it was definitely very difficult at the beginning. And people were also not understanding that that was not my job. That was on something that I was doing on the side, especially at the beginning, because like, I was doing an internship and I was at the same time working on my TZ. And still people were expecting me to create events every week, to be on a call with them every night, to play games with them, to add something else to the, to the stream. Every, every time it was like something, they wanted always to add something new. I had very tough periods where I was honestly dealing with panic attacks, because of how, people were dem- oh, how how much people were demanding from me and how everything never felt enough for them. But I think that this is something that it's not, it's not just relevant for study streamers. It's relevant for many of the streamers when you start to create a community and they ask you for more, and maybe they don't, they don't really understand that you are not doing that as a full-time because people see you on a screen and they think that you're doing entertainment. They think that this is something that you made just for them. They don't understand that you might have a different life.
2: Yeah. I'm also wondering, you were saying before how there are, when people are distracted, they're talking too much in the chat, people offer them refocusing methods. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you tell people if they're like, look, I'm, I'm having trouble focusing right now?
4: My biggest motto, and like everyone in the chat knows about it, it's motivation is bullshit. I honestly don't believe in motivation. Whoever will tell you, oh, you're not being productive enough because you're not following your why, you don't have a good why, and that's why you cannot be that much productive. That's honestly bullshit. You could have the biggest (laughs) goal in your life, like I want to uh, become a doctor because uh, that will help my parents to get a house and I will be helping people. You can have the biggest goal in your entire life, but you will still have unmotivated days. So what I always tell them is that instead of thinking about motivation, start to think about building a routine. That's the most important thing. Because when you will have those days that you're not productive, you're you're unmotivated, you don't want to stand up from the sofa, that's when actually the routine will kick in. Because if your body is used to wake up at seven every day, and start working at 10. That's what your body will feel like doing after a while. There will for sure be days where you will be like, okay, I don't, I don't want to work today. And that's very important to listen to. But at the same time, don't expect to rely everything on motivation.
3: I love that distinction. Wow. We also have a Discord, discord.gg slash 2g1p. And we do have some questions from our Discord. So, at Streetlamp Kid wants to know what is the crossover with ASMR.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> especially at the very beginning, when uh, no one was that used to study streamers, many people were asking me if I was doing ASMR. And there is two types of ASMR, right? There is one ASMR that is about keyboard sounds and background sounds, which is, I find I found it very, very nice. And I, sometimes I also play some of those sounds in the background when I'm working for myself. Then there is also that other kind of ASMR. To me, it is just weird where there is people just licking microphones or making weird sounds. And that's the other side of ASMR. A lot of study streamers are doing ASMR at the same time, the, the good kind of ASMR. And I, and I find it very, very lovely. I would love to be able to do it too, but I live in Italy. Italy is not a very quiet place. <laughs> if I had to have my window open, you would definitely hear neighbors screaming, people from the road, I don't know, just not being too nice to themselves and to the other people. So I always had to avoid this. But I think that ASMR and study streamers can be very much combined.
2: Yeah, I like that. So are you still in school studying or have you graduated and finished?
4: I graduated and finished everything. I I started my TZ while I was streaming, and I finished it while streaming. <laughs> people actually saw me struggling with my TZ, and uh, one day I was almost crying because I thought I passed the deadline. So my viewers had been able to see all of that process. But for now, I'm, I'm done with studying. We did talk about trolls briefly, but um, at Streetlamp
3: Kid from our Discord also wanted to know, do your streams attract unwelcome horny people? <laughs>
4: And do some streamers encourage that? And if so, why? There has been many uh, people that don't understand this kind of content. I think that it's, as a study streamer, I might be getting, I'm not sure if I get more than the average troll number that other women women streamers get in their chat. For sure, I I get a, a very big amount, but I, for this one, for this one, I really have to be very thankful to my entire chat because everyone knows how to answer back to them. They know that they don't have to attack them. They just, they, I think that they also learned a little bit from how I am. I've, I've been bullied in my past. And since then, I learned how to deal with people that make fun of you. And I understood what there is behind a troll, which is someone very sad, that the only kind of emotions that they get is from going on Twitch. And just write random stuff to people and this really helped me also to deal with them so whenever someone comes in my chat and start to troll i, I answer back i i am not scared of telling them if they ask me like actually like one hour ago someone just entered into my chat and they answer they, they wrote in chat twerk and i answer back with like, with like you first i think that it's a lot about like how to answer back to them Last summer there has been like a lot of um, there has been a big kind of a scandal on Twitch with the hot top streamers and that surely brought a little bit more of trolls in chat for sure. But even back then people understood that you will not see any reaction from me. You will not see a crazy reaction. I will just answer to you back and I'll, that's it. That's the entire fun that you can get from me. For me, it's, you're, not, you're not fun. You're not funny. You're just ruining something that people are using to study, not even to have fun, just studying and working. It's, that's dumb, entirely dumb.
2: <laughs> I love that. I'm also wondering, what is your plan now? Is this now your career, study streaming? Or are there things that you're also working on, working towards for maybe a life after studying?
4: Yeah, that's a a very nice question. What are you studying streaming if you're not studying? I'm trying to understand where I want to stand. I would love to be able to work with small businesses because that's what I like. I like to work with small businesses. And maybe that's what I will be doing. I will be still working on the side for like social media manager for small businesses. But at the same time, managing a community, managing study time as a, a business, as a product, I think that could be something that can bring me a future. So that's something that I also want to focus for the next year. I think that a community of people that are productive, that want to be engaged, that want to be close together, it's something that it's needed. And I, I see that my community is like willing to have something like that. They, they're they pushing me to help them to create a community like that. And I'm, I'm willing to spend my time on that. I love that.
3: At Bowie Barks wanted to know, are there study streams for different classes or
4: topics? So there are different uh, kind of study streamers. I don't know about anyone that is showing what they're actually studying at the time. If they're coding, maybe they show their while coding, but most of the people don't really show what they're working on. Of course, according to what a person's personality and studies are, then the entire stream aligns. For example, I'm graduated in data science and digital marketing. So I get a lot of programmers, software developers, because they can ask me questions about that. And I, or like they talk to me about things and I can answer back, like, well, knowing if they say something about Python, I know what Python is and we can discuss about it. While my friend, Akatrips, who is also another study streamer, he's, he's a writer. So all the people that he has around himself are writers. Maybe not all of them, as also in my chat, they're not all uh, software developers. But it's, I think that it's something that it characterized a little bit, the stream.
3: At Yabba Yabba wants to know, do donors or commenters interrupt the studying? Which we've sort of talked about, but is there anything you wanted to add?
4: Right now, what I have are alerts for uh, gifters and donations and everything like that. But chat cannot hear them. I'm the only one that get interrupted or scared. (laughs) But just me, not, not everyone else in the chat, because I still don't want this to be a way for people to get distracted. Even you you can gift as much as you want. I'm still not going to interrupt the Pomodoro. <laughs> People are still going to be productive. You can just scare me. Okay. So you're taking one for the team. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> if if being scared and uh, being interrupted means to have support for the community, then I'll, yep, throw it. I don't, I don't mind. <laughs> one more question. Have you met any of your viewers in person? I met... A couple of people that came to Italy either for mm. like they were passing by and they were they met here. I also met someone that was actually from Italy, so we met in a con on a convention. We just found each other there. But one of the biggest person, like one of the biggest friendship that I was able to build from Twitch and Discord, is actually with Yasmin, who's a girl that was also that also started as a study streamer. Now she's not doing anymore, but that's how we met and. We, we went on vacation without even knowing each other in real life. We went on vacation together and we, we got to engage. Because of how study streamers are, I think that in general, people that you meet and that you spend, the time, spend time with studying, you actually learn a lot about them. And their, what you learn about them is genuine. They start to be part of your life, of your everyday life. So meeting them in real life, it's, it's normal. It's not like you're meeting your game friend that you play sometimes game at night. It's like someone that you play like someone that you work and study with every day. That's wild. Love it. (laughs) Are they like you expect from what you know of them online? Oh we sometimes we have this game where um I haven't seen anyone in chat like anyone some a person that just writes in chat, never seen their face and I get to tell them how I imagining them. Because something that my chat knows is that I have a very Imag- a very big imagination so whoever i see in chat whatever name i see in chat i create an entire avatar for them so every time we have this game where i tell them how they look like to me in my brain and then we get to know if it's true or not true and sometimes i meet them in um in discord and they're completely completely different was like
2: <laughs> that's great that's great
3: thank you so much for joining us julia i think we'll leave it there well thank you for uh,
4: listening to a uh, study streamer i really appreciated you trying to bring more knowledge about this yeah for sure
3: great we hope it sends some new people your way <laughs>
4: yeah exactly <laughs> whoever wants to
2: come study here i am i think it could work i would study stream adjacent i, it- I don't know Watch the stream and work work on my own.
3: (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm always begging people to work with me to be honest. I don't want to be alone ever.
2: (laughs) I did it (laughs) once with my friend Charlotte where we both just like were on a Zoom and worked together.
3: I did it a fair amount during the pandemic, but I've decided I can't ever be working alone anymore. It's just not how I roll. And now you never have to. Yeah. And you know, I guess it's also a lesson about just kind of finding your audience, right? There's there's someone something out there for everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, if you'd like to study with us, you can find us on social media. I'm at Allie underscore Goldie.
2: I am. At the Lindsay Life.
3: You can also leave us a voicemail about your thoughts, fears, feedback. Uh, that number is 347
1: 871
0: 6548. That number again
1: 347 871 6 Lit.
3: You can also pop into our Discord, discord.gg2g1p. We're having all kinds of conversations there. People are recommending guests. We're listening to them because that makes our lives easier. Also, uh, you can find us on Facebook, Two Girls, One Podcast and
2: Patreon, patreon.com slash 2G1P. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more of it, please consider giving us a small pittance.
3: Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time.
2: bye Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted
1: by Lindsay Ford and Allison Goldberg. Then studied for millennia by alien archaeologists wondering what the hell is going on down there. I mean produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Additional editing by Avital Ehler. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of the Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the Internet.